Hi, everybody. I'm Jared from Number One Bullshit with the last F update of 2023. That is the show where we go over any last minute fight updates and final impressions for this week's card. And there was some movement. We had two fights canceled. Apparently, there was an illness going around in the fighter hotel. Uh, Randy Brown got sick. He is out of his fight against Muslim Salikov. So that's one welterweight fight off the card. And then another one, uh, and one we were really looking forward to, IMG out for his fight versus Vicente Luque. Uh, he apparently also got pneumonia, could like barely talk. Uh, there's rumors about other stuff going on, but just upset that that fight is not happening. Kevin Holland being the absolute badass that he is, wanted to step in on short notice, fight Vicente Luque. And to Luque's credit, he accepted, uh, but UFC had other thoughts. And so now Luque is off the card. Hopefully they can get that IMG fight rescheduled. So since that fight is off the card, what was supposed to be our featured prelim the fight between josh emmett and bryce mitchell has now been bumped to the first fight of the main card so that means we have a new featured prelim and that's going to be the light heavyweight bout between 14th ranked alonzo menafield and 15th ranked dustin jacoby very excited for that one that is going to be uh, a fun fun fight very fitting for the featured prelim Speaking of Alonzo Menafield, my man had a mean frohawk uh, rocking that at the ceremonial weigh-ins. Uh, very, very impressive. At first, I didn't see the back, so I thought he was just rocking a mean, mean high top fade, uh, but it was full frohawk. The press conference, we do have to talk about that. It was interesting, to say the least. Uh, IMG obviously not being there took something away. Uh, Patty was pretty subdued to begin with, but then Tony came after him a little bit and Patty got heated, started breaking out the really cool liver Pudlian slang, calling Tony a sausage. Um, pretty ridiculous uh, uh, put down, but for some reason it worked. It, it makes me wish that that I had some, some pretty badass British slang to throw at people. Uh, but really, I think the thing from the press conference that everyone was talking about was Colby. Uh, showed up in a colonial era getup, so appreciate that. Pretty funny. Um, you know, him and Tony started going at it, and then they had their, did we just become best friends moment, and we're on the same side talking about, uh, you know, America, fuck yeah, defeat the British. Uh, you know, Kobe had a funny moment. He went after Wonder Boy. Like, come on, who goes after Wonder Boy? He's talking about <laughs> him and his dad luring kids into their van with candy and karate uh pretty funny there and you could tell wonder boy is just like hey man like i'm a nice guy what are you doing uh, but he did colby did cross some boundaries there talking about uh leon edwards's father who who was murdered when when leon was 13 years old and as you could imagine got pretty heated he was still leon edwards was still heated come ceremonial weigh-ins have not seen him angry like that so it's going to be interesting to see how that carries over into the fight do go over to x at number one bs pod to vote in that featured prelim uh, but also the final fight picks of the year so dj went four and one last week i went three and two so he did gain one more his record is 71 34 and one 
Mike Bell. And my record is sitting at 68, 37, and 1. And 1, Mike Bell. But thankfully, uh, we don't have to talk about the and 1 anymore after this one because we will restart in the new year. So thank you, Mike Bell. You will be out of our lives till next time. Uh, but you see there's a three-fight difference. Well, lucky us, there's five fights on the main card. So there is still room to rise from the ashes like a phoenix and take over. We will see. Go over to X at number one BS pod to see those fight picks. Now the card starts. We have early prelims since it is a pay-per-view at 630. Once again, all times Eastern. That is going to be on ESPN Plus and Fight Pass. Uh, on the actual prelims, that is going to, or should I say the regular prelims? I don't know the phrase and they're using. Non-early prelims, on-time prelims? I don't know. That is taking place at 8 p.m. That is on ESPN2 and ESPN Plus. And then we have the pay-per-view card uh, starting at 10 on ESPN Plus. But final card of the year, and it is stacked. We have all kinds of questions uh, that we get to have answered, things that I'm going to be looking for that I'm sure y'all are looking for. Like, can Shamil Gazeev announce himself as the next heavyweight prospect to watch? Is it going to be the 12th-ranked Tagir Ulumbekov or 15th-ranked Cody Durden that notches their first win over a ranked opponent in a suddenly very deep flyweight division? How does King Casey O'Neill rebound after the first loss of her career? Will Irene Aldana put on the kind of performance that cements her position near the top of a wide-open women's bantamweight division? In a featured prelim that we are all expecting to be absolute fireworks, will 14th-ranked Alonzo Menafield or 15th-ranked Dustin Jacoby emerge victorious and make their case for a top 10 matchup. Will Josh Emmett turn back the clock and show he still belongs at the top of the featherweight division? Or will Bryce Mitchell use his smothering grappling to continue on his path to the top of the division and a future rematch with Ilya Taporia? Can El Kakui give one more performance, please? Tony, please. That reminds us of why at one point he was the boogeyman of the lightweight division. Or does Patty get the biggest UFC victory of his career? Does Shavkat continue on this path of absolute destruction and stake his claim for a title shot? Or does the nicest man in combat sports have one last championship run in him in our co-main event after showing unbelievable grit in what many people feel is the fight of the year you know, to earn the flyweight strap? Can Alessandre Pantoja thrive in the chaos that is a raw dog Roy Val fight for the second time? And then finally, in the main event, how will Leon's cardio and grappling hold up against the constant pressure that Colby is going to bring? And how is that anger that he is carrying around with him going to affect him once he gets into the cage? And Colby has done a great job of getting Leon all nice and riled up before the fight. Now, it all boils down to can he implement his game plan, wear him out, and get that belt that he has been seeking so desperately. I don't know. I cannot wait to find out. As always, appreciate y'all for listening. Love and respect.